Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's the difference between Love and Island and... you did a and- great episode, everyone. Um... <laughs> Between Love Island and Temptation Island, is that what you're going to ask, Liz? Yeah, I don't know because I was I think about Temptation Island a lot. Um, tem- yeah, I think I got it. Is Love Island? Wait, is Love Island British? No, no, it's not. No, I don't know what the difference is. Love I Island is probably the really same. wonder. I wonder what the casting process was like for Temptation Island. Like, are you horny? Like you horny. <laughs> well, they were like watching audition videos or whatever being like, can we identify who's a dirt bag? Well, I think it's like, do you, they, the casting was probably, Hey, do you want to pretend to be in a relationship to quote unquote cheat on your partner for TV clout? I do. Oh, I guess I mm. do. And then we get money. Maybe. I hope. Yeah. I don't know how that works. Hmm. That's a good energy to bring into the start of this arc. You start to go back inside, and as you open the door, lightning strikes, illuminating the figure of Spit, who is wrapped up in one of those oilskin cloaks. Cable! Jesus Christ! Christ! I don't know who that is, but I want to say it. I've been looking all over for you. What is it? What could it Gable, possibly be? I believe be? we have a problem that I would like to go over with you uh, before I introduce it to the captain because it may involve landing. Landing? Aren't we're supposed to be landing soon, right? That's what John has said. Yeah, I, well, we should have landed a couple days ago. That's a problem. Did we miss it? <laughs> now, I thought that, too, and I went over the, the, the boys' navigational, you know, calculations, and I did some of my own, and I would have compared it with the captain, but uh, he has not been taking a lot of meetings recently. He's extremely he sick, yes. Very, very ill. <laughs> did you talk to Travis? I did talk to Travis. I just spoke to Travis. You, you haven't noticed Travis doing anything with the coal, have you? Can you... That's the stupidest question I've ever heard. Can you, very leading for one. And also, <laughs> what would he do? What would, is he eating it? 
what? I am don't I, know. That's is the he, thing. Look, what, Gable, what, what, there are a lot of things aboard this ship that an unscrupulous quartermaster could take advantage of. He they is. could, for instance, give themselves extra food or alcohol rations. Uh, they could dip into uh, uh, the community chest and, and take out a couple extra pieces of gold. Yeah. Taking extra coal ain't something that anybody would be doing. We burn oil in the lamps. The only thing the coal is good for is keeping the furnaces hot. It but sounds... we're missing coal. It... And by missing I'm it, sure... I mean we've been using too much. I'm sure we're... No matter what is happening, I'm certain it is Travis's fault. <laughs> so if we can just skip over the mystery, well, I it's... think statistically that's what we're going to find. I think the more important question is how we're going to land and if we're going to run out of fuel over the ocean. Now, we're we're not in danger of running out of fuel. Even moving at the rate we are, we should reach that port probably within the day, especially moving at the speed that I believe we've been moving at. Uh, The problem is if what I think is wrong is actually what's wrong, it's going to take a lot of work and effort to clean it up. And as much as I want to blame exclusively Travis for it, I think it may be the captain's fault. What are you talking about? Tell me, Gable, how long have you been sailing? One, two, two hundred, <laughs> three, <laughs> three. I mean, that was on. Land Is Gable trying to think of a convincing lie right now? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the answer is probably way too long. It's uh, enough. Okay, then uh, you ever dealt with Skamalik before? Have I? Uh, yes, uh, roll sailing. I don't want to roll sailing. Gosh. I have to open my bag of dice. Bag of dice. Sailing, sailing. My sailing is extraordinarily bad, James. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, dreaming. Again, is it average? Two or three? Uh, I think this is easy. I think if you've been sailing long enough, you know about Skamalik. So there's just two, right? Yep. Because I can't emphasize how bad my sailing is. Okay, that is a success and a threat. Okay, so yeah, you have experience with this and you know that it can break very bad very quickly. Skmolik is a fungus with cement glands. Uh, A lot of, an alternative name for it is sky barnacles. It's something that will sit in clouds and attach itself to sky ships. It forms a layer of fungus on the bottom of ships that looks a little bit like moss, but over time, uh, really within a couple of days, it will harden into a layer of thick, difficult cement, very much like barnacles. And if you hit another cloud or get the ship wet, that layer will absorb the water and use it to spore and basically grow a thicker and thicker and denser and denser layer of barnacles on the bottom of your ship, weighing it down and making it less aerodynamic. Ah, James, that's very cool. cool. Um, very cool. So Spit says that and Gable looks at him and says, 
No. No. I'm afraid so. I, I, I thought we had. I, I thought we had gotten the treatment for the ship. We paid for no, the waxing. We paid for the oil. That's the thing that waxing and oil oh. can only get you so far. And oh. uh, you know, some of those places, <laughs> there was that run of six months. You know, after Calivar passed away, that uh, Captain wasn't leaving his quarters at I all. Been doing any maintenance at all? Oh. Exactly. Like uh, those, those orders didn't come down. We we were just spending money on essentials and and burning through supplies. Ugh. And I think as we were heading out of Bougenith, we we brought navigational data to uh, the captain and 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 the rest of you. And you know, I tried to make sure they mentioned that there was a bit of a, of a lining on the clouds. Uh, obviously, it was the captain's call to push through. Maybe he just assumed that the treatment was was still good. But uh, a lot of assumptions were made, I think, in that conversation. All right. um, I believe I will talk to the captain about this. Can you, out of curiosity, I remember, we all remember, can you tell me what the treatment is for this? Well, uh, mostly it's a hard work and elbow grease. First thing we got to do is. Don't want to do that. Land the ship, and uh, then we got to. Scrape it off the sides. Once we scraped it off and sanded it down, cleaned it up, uh, we gotta use some alcohol, kill it off, and then you know wax and treat again. Okay. Do we? Are we close enough? I guess we need to talk to Jonet about whether we were close. What was our heading? Well, I did just speak to Jonet. We're we're headed north. We're going to uh, Nordia. Nordia. We ain't hit up there in a while, but they they definitely. Uh, Take to Corsairs, fine. Yeah. So nothing will to worry we, about there. Will we have enough fuel to reach there? We got plenty to reach there. It's a question of getting anywhere else. If we keep this Skamala going, we're going to be burning more and more fuel, especially after a rainstorm like this. It's going to be spored all over the place. Now, I don't know that it's Sky Barnacle, but because uh, I, you know, old knees and whatnot, I can't do the lines myself, but uh, when's the last time we took a bird out? It's, I don't know. I assume we haven't, because you say we didn't. <laughs> well, so, no, no. I, w- when's the last time you took a bird out? Was it a couple of days ago? It's been ago? a couple of weeks, probably. It's it, it probably pretty recently, because they have to, like, get out. Otherwise, Was it easy mad. to open the cage? Um, for I me. I want to flash back to that moment of... Opening the cages to get the birds out. What was Gable distracted by? Uh, Gable was distracted by, like, feeling pleased with how strong they were. Like, or (laughs) it's like, oh, that's it. That's it. There's somebody who's, like, trying to open the cage and it's real stuck. And then Gable, Gable Fonzie style. Just knocks it open and kicks it open. I, it was easy for me, but... Perhaps not easy for a a different person. Great, I, I'll I'll take that. That's that one's on me. I mean, it's it's going to be a shared effort. Nobody's going to be happy that we got to do a cleanup for no, sure. That means we're going to be grounded for a while. I'd rather not do I mean, that. If if we all pull some double shifts, you know, we could be out in a couple days. It, it depends on how much is built up in that time. <sighs> There's really no way for it. We have to land first and then gosh, I would I can't tell you how much I would rather be in the air, but 
I guess we'll have to wait. It's, uh, listen, we, we'd all like to be on our way. Uh, you know, we got a rendezvous with the, with the Tempest at some point, but, uh, you know, Didn't this is one there? of those things that can't be avoided. Do you think the Tempest Armada can meet us at Nordia? Well, I kind of feel that that's something that the captain's inner circle would be able to answer, and, uh, I wouldn't and what know good much are about. you? What good are you? <laughs> If you I don't can't know. My... Maybe I notice all the problems that everyone else around me should be noticing. Hey, maybe someone creates problems. Maybe someone who brings the problems up is just looking for reasons to talk about problems. Hmm. And we're going to be talking about creating <laughs> problems. Hey, maybe if you're frustrated with Travis being the quartermaster, maybe he never wanted to be in in the first place. Maybe he has reached the level <laughs> of his failure. Well, I would like that, but that will require two things. Replacing Travis requires two things. The first is Travis admitting that he was wrong. And the second is Travis being Mm. not charismatic long enough to get voted out of that position. And I don't see either of those two things happening very soon. I'm happy to host a trial to fire Travis. That would be the most pleasurable thing I can think of, including an up to sex. Well, maybe that is something that you can get to work on. I am going to focus on solving the problem that I am very sure that I have stumbled across. Yes, you've well, good for you. You've found a real problem. We love spit so much. Everyone clap. Everyone, everyone around me clap for spit. No one's clapping. Oh, oh, yeah, that sarcasm's real. You're not supposed to spit. Just really good at following directions. We love you. We love you for that, for sure. Uh, yes, uh, all right, tell the crew that we, about your hypothesis, and I will tell the captain. I will, uh, wait until we land to, uh, talk about my hypothesis. This is something that I think is best left to high chains of command. All of a sudden, Johnny just runs up and joins Gable and, <clears throat> and Spit. Gable, Spit! It's Sky Barnacles. I think that's what it has to be. <laughs> Jonathan, that's a great idea that you had that no one yeah, else did that you could take credit it's, it's, for. It's, I, I, I thought about it for a while, and we, we the, the linings and the clouds. It, it just makes sense. All right, we we we've got we gotta we gotta get them off. <laughs> you ain't told anyone about this, have you? I I, I told Travis. No. <laughs> <laughs> He was the first one I told. <laughs> he is your very good friend. I understand. <laughs> so let's cut again. What audience does Travis have right now? <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I feel like people are maybe a little fed up with him. He is nasty. I think people maybe are probably like- divided on him. Well, some people are like still very pro-Travis, but some people are very against. Yeah, I have to imagine that. Johnny, a great deal of the ship is not directly impacted by Travis's mm. decisions because every bad decision that Travis made, like, quickly got fixed immediately afterwards. Like, True. you started running out of supplies and then managed to pull yourselves into Shank Hill and got more supplies than you could possibly want. And you're just coming off Bougenith where you kind of helped negotiate a, a big deal that chased the Red Feathers out of the city. Maybe just maybe some of the kids. I think they probably think Travis is very cool. And then I think there are maybe some people who did we leave anyone like behind on the ship when we were in Bougenith? We left some of the uh, boys. 
Yeah, we, we left some some sickly orphans. Bootstrap sure. got left behind and is mm-hmm. right now probably aboard a Swiftwell Audrin learning a different trade. Because um, I think maybe if there was anyone left on the ship, they might... Because Travis has told the story like over and over again about, you know, what happened. And I think that <laughs> maybe some people who weren't there like think it's kind of cool to listen, but there are diminishing returns. <laughs> I I like that too. So yeah, th- there is a, a collection of sickly orphans and slam and <laughs> whoever else is, is willing to hear a story in the middle of the day when there's not much work to do. <laughs> tell it again, tell it again. Well, 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 <laughs> who has time to tell the whole thing? But you do, when all we the got, time. When we, we got it to so Bougie many times. We, uh, we got on an elevator, you see? An and- elevator. Oh, cool. We spoke to a man. We didn't know who this man was yet, but I... Who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Well, I'll get there. I stole his watch very well. I stole a couple of his watches, and he never found out. Do you have it? Do you have it with you? Can we see? Show us the watch. I mean, who's? I have so many on. Who's to say which one was his? He can't Um, even remember. I feel like you would. Well, no, you see, I just wear so many, you see, that it's I've, I forget. I only, but don't you have a recollection of the ones that are important? They're all important. I thought the point of oh, a trophy okay. was to recall each individual instance in perfect detail. Well, sure, but eventually when you have so many trophies, just the the fact that you won it is important enough, you, you see. Oh, I want to hear more about his muscles. Did he work out? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, uh, and then for some reason, Gable took the stairs and, uh, by the time they got down off the stairs, we were kind of done in Bougenith and getting back on the ship, having saved the day. That sta- that sounds like a pretty arbitrary decision that they thought would turn into something, but then really didn't. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, maybe good on them for making a choice. Uh, an important NPC on the stairs. Uh, it actually turned out to be pretty important. So. What? Yeah. <laughs> the orphan starts kicking Slam. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, 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 children, children, Slams. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I guess uh, the moral of the story is uh, if, you, if you have the choice between following me or following Gable, uh, follow me because Gable's <laughs> going to take the stairs and it's going to be long and boring and you're going to get tired. And if you go with me, you'll steal a watch, and it's going to rule. Yay. I, I think the children in Slam clap a little bit and, and start walking away. Uh, I think Slam claps like very slowly animals. and very hard. Just <laughs> <laughs> like Donkey Kong at the end of a Smash Brothers match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like this. Like... <laughs> Uh, like and prayer hands. Oh yeah, and uh, you know the funny, the funniest thing about this whole thing is, uh, I think of everyone on the ship, I'm probably the only one who noticed the barnacles. What barnacles? You know the sky, the sky barnacles on the what ship. What do you mean? Sky barnacles. What? Yeah, what? The, the 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 ship's covered with them, and no one else noticed. And and it's not even my job to pay attention to those things, and yet I'm the only one who even saw them. What? Oh, oh, oh. That would slow us down and we'd be burning through fuel. 
That means well, we have to work. What else we- are you going to do with fuel? That's a good point. But how long have you noticed? Why didn't you say anything? It's Why are you so proud job. that you're the only one that noticed? <laughs> it's not my job. Why do you do the things you do, sort of Travis? <laughs> Sometimes you should tell people, even though it's not your job for the collective safety of everyone. Well, I don't want to take the satisfaction away from someone else. I mean, here's the thing. I felt so good noticing, I would hate to take that away from someone else. So I was doing a favor to everyone on the ship, you see. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Okay, sure. Yeah. Thanks, Travis. Thanks, Travis. Oh, anytime. Anytime. You you guys got to come back here later when the talking animals here give you advice. They're talking animals. Oh, I love a talking animal. Yeah, they're great. As they, the conversation fades away, um, and I, I feel like now is a good time for our crew to sort of come together. Now that you're aware of the situation and what it might be, how does that happen? Who goes to whom? I mean, I feel like Jonnet would run to Travis to like get him to come back up and talk with like everybody. What time is it? I, I think it's in the middle of the afternoon right now. It, it's hard to really say exactly the time because it's very dark. There's just a mm. thick cloud cover. Okay. Just curious if I was man or boy. Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Janet runs up. Grabs Travis by the shoulder. Travis, Travis. Yeah, what? I I don't know if you know, but there's there's sky. Wait, hang on. Chronologically speaking, because I did say that I told Travis. Oh, Travis was lying. Oh, okay. You t- you told him for sure. <laughs> gotcha. You told him. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, then. So Janet runs up, grabs Travis on the shoulder. Travis, Travis, we got to talk about the sky barnacles. We're not what supposed to be them? telling the. No, uh, we just we have to figure out how to get them off of the ship so that we don't alert the rest of the crew. Oh, I, only told, I, I just told a ton of people. It's fine. They were very impressed with me. Impressed with you? Why? Are, are, they, are they actually impressed or are you saying that they're impressed? What's the difference? Uh, <laughs> reality. Travis, just we got to talk with Gable and Spit. Who did you tell? Slam and a bunch of the sick kids. Uh, the new, they're just getting on board the ship. They don't need to know that we're traveling across the country in a ship that's being weighed down by sky barnacles. We have to pretend like we're better than that. Okay, well, first of all, I never pretend. I lie. And second of all, <laughs> it was a bunch of kids and slam. Slam. Uh, I the know. All right, I'm man. not worried about slam, okay? <laughs> I don't know, like the he'd tell a potato. I don't know, but the kids, we got to keep up face. Upstairs by the captain's door, Gable is trying to hold back a tide of people who are all rabble rousing in the corridor, trying to talk to the captain now. Like everyone, please, mm. well, stay. Oh, sky barnacles. Uh, I will. What st- do you mean, did a sky barnacles on I, the ship? Uh, we don't. You know think this I could for use sure? that room for a few minutes? Absolutely oh, not. Gonna you have can't. to spend a shore leave cleaning up. No, we will not. Uh, we'll figure if it exists. We better be we'll, getting over time for this. Uh, I don't Just think maybe we have that money. Minutes. I'm going to talk we to the captain. We can't afford overtime. We will talk to the captain. Captain and everything will be fine jack if everyone completes. Jerry, stop trying to jerk off at this moment. Back, well, back to your stations. Well, where would you like me to do it? And Never. where? Never. No place. Everyone. Ideally, not in the workplace. 
Please, well, everyone. Well, we we live at our workplace, so that sort of presents a bit of a predicament, doesn't it? it jerk doesn't... off, Jerry. We will pot, and you will jerk off when we pot, and not a minute sooner. B- but I'll still be on the ship, so what's <laughs> the difference, really? You All will right. use your earnings to get a hotel, and then you will jerk off in the hotel. I will. I'm not going to. I'm not going to pay to jerk off. <laughs> I'm That's going absurd. to speak to the captain. I'm going to... Everyone, back to your post, please, immediately. Let's end I'm this... I'm trying to get uh, to my post, but you won't it. let me use you stop the room. It. You stop it. Please, not the jerk off post. Your, your job. You have your a post? Your actual job. He, well, where's the post? Please tell me what floor it's on I, so I can avoid it. In the well, deepest, darkest corner of the ship. Uh, it's bearing, so post. it goes through the whole... Uh, from top to bottom, so no matter where I am, I can find my post. It's rumored yes. to have a crude carving of many nude bodies on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's where what? a desperate skyjack in their darkest hour might go to answer to nature's deepest call. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, everyone. I'm going to talk to the captain. Everyone, please. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Tyler gets the big bucks, folks. (laughs) Can I have a clean take of that, please? (laughs) This is Tyler Davis. Reading for (laughs) a guy. It's load bearing. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Everyone. Uh, Gable's just pushing people out of the corridor and away from the, the, the captain's office. All right, goodbye. I, we'll talk to you soon. Good night. Good good luck. Oh, God. <laughs> and so that's done. That scene is finished. <laughs> yeah. I'd, Do I'd the outro like- music. Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master. Welcome to the mid-roll. We're going to get things started with a radvertisement, and this one's coming to us from Ian Duncan and Respect the Crit. Respect the Crit is a collaborative and inclusive actual play tabletop role-playing podcast about exploring new worlds, characters, and game systems through campaign-style improvised storytelling. Their goal is to tell satisfying stories using a unique game system, then move on to the next system or genre to explore new ideas. Their inaugural campaign, Empire's Edge, will be using the Star Wars RPG system that may be of interest to fans of Star Wars or perhaps listeners to this show. For that series, you can join Ello, the modified medical droid, and Big Axe Batano, the renegade slicer, on their journey through the Outer Rim as they run from the Imperials, fight space pirates, and explore the fringes of the galaxy at the Empire's Edge. This show features serialized storytelling, rich and exciting Star Wars lore, a high production value including incredible fan music from a variety of generous artists, and an inclusive space for all types of listeners and gamers. 
but most of all, they try to cultivate the feeling of being at the table with them as they play one of their favorite games and try to tell an engaging story about finding themselves, choosing their family, and life in the galaxy far, far away. You can listen to Respect the Crit now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcasts. A captioned version of their audio is also available on their YouTube account at Respect the Crit. You can check them out on social media at Respect the Crit for more information on their show and schedule. They release new episodes every other Wednesday. And remember, whatever the system, whether it's a miss or a hit, you always gotta respect the crit. A huge thanks to Respect the Crit for supporting this week's episode. I know there are probably plenty of people in the audience who are interested in some more Star Wars content. So be sure to head over and check them out. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. Caleb Valdez, thank you so much. David Waters, thank you. Dylan Becker, thank you very much. Orion Gilliam, thank you. Joshua P. Weber, thank you so much. Daniel Joseph Moreau, thank you. Jonas Nordstedt, thank you very much. Dylan Comer, thank you. Jazz, thank you very much. Ryan Richardson, thank you. And Kathleen Bader, thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. As a reminder, this week, in fact, yesterday, we posted the first part of a new Skyjacks side series, Blimpjacks, a crossover between the Skyjacks universe and characters from the System Mastery created Blimpleggers universe. I played with Jeff, John, and Claire, who you might be familiar with if you're a big System Mastery fan like me. And we just took characters from the Blimpleggers universe and spat them into the world of Skyjacks. I'm pretty sure there are going to be some far-reaching implications for this series, so it's definitely something you'll want to hear. And lucky for you, the first episode is available for free thanks to the heroes who supported the World Builders End of Year Drive. So head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and check it out. Future episodes will be in the secret archive, so if you back at $5 or more, you'll be able to get to hear the whole series. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. I think shortly after that, you're followed inside by Jonnet and Travis. And where is the captain right now? What has he been doing? You you just said he was sick, so he's probably held up in his quarters. Mm -hmm. I think he's just staring out the window. I think we've been having trouble commanding him, and I think that's Mm -hmm. probably why. Yeah, that definitely feels like something that we've, at this point, just gotten used to. But if we stop to think about it. It's like kind of unsettling that we haven't figured that out yet. Yeah. I I do think, um, gosh, there's gotta be some kind of a role that I can ask for. Let me look at these sailings. We've been doing a lot of sailing. Um, Sailing. Let's do perception. Johnny. Yes. Uh, I, I want you to roll a average perception. Check. Okay. And average is two. That's two purple. Okay. And add uh, one black die just for obstinance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fun. Sorry, I gotta I gotta get them out. I gotta grease them up. I hardly use them, so they're all 
dusty. <laughs> dusty. Yeah, be sure dice. to get a good good oiling <laughs> on there. Make sure they roll smooth. Okay. Uh, oh boy. Let's see. Yeah, now you got to read them, Johnny. That's going to be the other. Disgusting. One success and two advantages. Oh, good, good. Okay, so you've noticed now, it's been several weeks of, you know, all this going on. Uh, You've noticed that it has been way easier to command the captain at night than it has during the day. You do have two advantages on that. So if you want to make the extra logical leap that you have the heart on you, quote unquote, during that time, mm-hmm. uh, you can make that leap. But if you like playing in the space of ignorance, I'll let you do that too. <laughs> There's only so much more mileage we could sort of get out of that. <laughs> and it just kind of, we're all dumb, but we're not that dumb. <laughs> could be that dumb. So then uh, if you have figured that out, there could be another thing stopping you from actually taking the plunge. It's that the way this thing works is you need to be touching the heart physically Mm -hmm. with your hand in order to give reliable commands. Otherwise, it takes a great deal of effort. You, You have to expend some strain in order to do it. Perhaps Travis might be having difficulty emotionally looking at and touching Dref's heart. Hmm. But I'll leave that for you to decide. I honestly, I don't know because he did pick it up to like try and sell it later. You know, he, yeah, he, he did initially, but he also Hmm. didn't end up doing that. That's true. And now that some part of Dref is like living in it still. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, that is a decision that you can make, but, you know, it might be, it's an option that you have. Mm -hmm. So I think you, Travis, at least understand how ordering the captain works. Have you been continuing the facade of, hey, it's hard to control the captain? Oh, yeah, for sure. For (laughs) sure. God, (laughs) the worst. But I, I think sometimes during the day I'll do it for fun make it like you know i'll touch the heart for fun to make mm-hmm. him do stuff when it's comically appropriate <laughs> of course yeah i mean it's it's like having a a perfect robot toy that you can do cool pranks with mm-hmm. um the other question that i have for all of you is mm-hmm. because we're now in the captain's quarters uh how'd that puzzle go Oh, God. It's been a couple weeks, right? It's been a couple weeks. I think we finished it, but we were missing one piece, and we're all convinced that it's on the ship somewhere. Yeah. I feel well, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Or I think we someone took it for sure, or it's lost, or people keep on like taking it so they can be the one to finish it. Oh, gosh. I also, really, we had that- really like that. Perhaps there's been a bounty put out on this piece. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. there are posters up throughout the ship. <laughs> can I tell you a quick story about a real puzzle like this? Huh? You can. I think you we can, can. I think we can afford that. Why not? Okay. So for <laughs> Tyler just for, took out um, his guitar <laughs> for like Memorial Day every year. Uh, Jessica and I would go to this like Airbnb in Michigan with Patrick and Ashley and Spencer, and. 
we did a there, there was like a puzzle there and we did it the first time we went and we were missing one piece and then the next time we went a year later I was like out on the back porch and I looked down and in there was like a candle on the back porch and I looked down and in the candle was that puzzle piece and Did we you were, finish? No, because it was a year later. <laughs> we we're all so fucking mad. <laughs> anyway, that's all. So someone took the piece, didn't throw it away, but put it in a place that was like just weird enough that no one would find it. My guess is that they were like doing it out on the porch. It was like an enclosed porch, like a sunroom. Uh-huh. And there's like a, a dining table out there. So my guess is they were doing it on that table, maybe dropped the piece or something. And then once they had cleaned it up, either them or someone else found it. And they were like, oh, like weird. I'm going to set this off to the side and, you know, figure out what to do with it later or remember to like grab it and put it with the puzzle later. And then they just forgot about it. Huh. My theory is that piece is a murder weapon. Ooh. They hid it in the candle so that they could destroy it later. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. That's that's how mysteries happen, for sure. (laughs) That was a good story, Uh, Johnny. Great. So you've... (laughs) I wonder how that's going to mix well with Casey and the guitar. I, yeah, really, really excited for that. (laughs) Uh, Can't wait to hear that new Arnie Parrott track, Johnny's Puzzle Piece song. It's going to be very good. So you're in the captain's office um, and you have this startling piece of news and you know that uh, according to spit at least you will be landing at some point today what do you do well i think it's time we all freshen up and look our best because you never know who you'll meet when you you know go to a new town gable trips travis (laughs) (laughs) why why would you do such a thing because you're the worst well, maybe maybe someone else is the worst for a change. No, maybe it's, it's always you. No, universally, why it's would you. it be me? Why would it be know. me? Why you would just it be me? Panicked because the whole crew. You told everyone. I didn't tell them to freak out. Oh, you, but okay. what what else do we do best? We rob and we freak out. <laughs> We're excellent. So they should at have it. started stealing. No, what they? <laughs> That's not the point. For once in your life, I know that you're trying to get fired. But for once in your life, please attempt to have some sort of professional courtesy. You can't fire me. I quit. How's that for professional courtesy? We can do both. I can fire you and you can also quit. Either way, you're gone. (laughs) And that's great for me. I would, I would, oh, I would like to see you try to, to do all of this business without me. I think we do it very easily. I think we do it very easily. Oh boy, maybe we wouldn't maybe, have a crew that's freaking out right now. Maybe for this whole thing, I just won't do anything. I'll be completely, completely hands off. Don't and even then you pretend can see, like that's an option. Then you can see how Don't well it even. goes. You like being no. part of it too much. You like being part of things. As soon as we touch down, you're gonna walk into a bar and you're going to insult someone, and that guy's gonna follow us until we leave Nordia. 
or I bet there's going to be some sort of open mic talent competition that you think you're going to win and you're going to make a big scene. Oh, and then it's going to be terrible. And then you're going to blame the guy who's running tech. And then he's going to be like, it's not my fault. And you're going to insist that it's his fault. And then, then we're going to get run ever, out. Did you ever consider that maybe I'd win the talent show? No. Of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. What would what your do you talent mean? be? What would your talent what be? What is your talent? I've got many talents. Do oh. one talent. Sing one note. Hit a G. Well, I, Hit a G. Singing, a G. singing isn't the only talent. All right. Well, then write a poem. To, why are you saying things that you know I can't do when there are so many things I can do? What can okay, you do? Well, can you dance? Can you dance? I can. I can tap dance. Okay. Okay. Give us a tap. Okay. Well, I'm not wearing my shoes. Well, then go get your shoes because you're these trying shoes, to make a point right now. These shoes have such and if a either hard we make the point or, the, or and I can't a... tap dance without a split-soled shoe. <laughs> you Honestly, well, sh- surely you know this. Surely you know this. We all know how tap shoes work. We all know that you have to spread. We we all know. We all went through onboarding on the ship. We are versed in tap shoes. <laughs> we spent a full hour and a half every day for two weeks. <laughs> well, that's why that's why we hired Cap- Dennis Capizio to to teach everyone on the ship. Do you want to borrow ship. his shoes? That's a great joke for all the tap dancers who listen to this. <laughs> listen to what? What are you talking about, Travis? Stop what trying to sidestep it. Member for the Uhuru. <laughs> Dennis Capizio. We've got, to, we've got to retcon his his uh, audition. <laughs> And I can, I'm also, hey, magicians, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a magician, but I can steal things well. And for some reason, magicians do that on stage and people love it. So that's another thing I can do. And also maybe one time I'll say, hey, look, uh, today for my talent, I'm going to turn into a rabbit. I'm going to pull myself out of a hat. This is still magic, but... You know, it's a different thing. No, no, Mystic curses do not count as talents. Well, it it was a talent that got me the curse. (laughs) (laughs) I think at that moment, the ship jerks suddenly. And below deck, you can hear the sonorous tone of the heart bell as it rings and reverberates throughout the ship. Letting everyone know that the ship has gone into a list. So now we are in an emergency situation. The ship has become unbalanced. I'm going to have Travis pull a sailing check. This is of average difficulty. And this is to make sure that all of the cargo is properly strapped. And I am going to have you upgrade one of the dice or eh, both of the dice. We'll say you're rolling against two red dice right now. Oh boy, oh boy. I'm not, I'm not, my sailing's not great. No one's I mean, sailing. We know. Good. <laughs> we know. <laughs> James, My? for a show about sailing, I think none of us are very good at sailing. John, it's pretty okay at sailing. Yeah. I'm not bad at it. Okay, let's see. I'm I'm feeling good about this. <laughs> the X's were failures? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's two failures and three advantages. 
Okay, three advantages. Interesting. Johnny, I am going to... of the, the, the ship is right now very close to fully supplied, I think. So I'm going to ask you which bit of cargo doesn't spill. You've got food, you've got alcohol, you've got your fancy goods like the extra feather weave that you have, you've got, you know, whatever treasures are still aboard the ship. And those are four different things. Of those four things, one of them is still strapped down properly. Do we lose these things or is it just kind of a pain in the ass? It's just going to be a huge pain in the ass. And also the other things are going to become an obstacle that you're dealing with while you're trying to right the ship. I mean, the alcohol. Mm. Great. So your food assorted treasures and whatnot and you're and you're you're like extremely fancy goods are currently sliding across the lower decks adding to the list weighing the ship down even more uh i think you have critical few minutes everybody who's in this room knows that if the list becomes too severe people who are on the lines and on the top deck could potentially fall off the ship. You also know that there are like the, the the furnace needs to be tended to because if coals spill out of the furnace, you're going to lose altitude and somebody has to take the helm. You are the captain's like inner circle. Figure out what to do. How many people are in the room with us? And are we in the same room, the cargo hold, where everything is sort of uh, listed? So right now you're in the captain's uh, office. office. Yeah. Okay. 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 I think we got to land. I think that's our priority. Yeah. How far are we from? Uh, make a perception check. Oh, boy. That's what happens when you volunteer. <sighs> James makes you roll. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. stuff. How's, how's the difficulty on this one? I'm going to say hard. That's one. Three purple. Three purple. What's what's the conversion rate of like purple to red? So it's hard to quantify. I mean, red has more bad potential on it, and it also has the despair, which is like. Mm, that's true. Despair. Oh, behave. Um. <laughs> A failure and a threat. Failure and a threat. I think right now the situation is incredibly chaotic. Uh, The sudden jerking of the ship made you think of something that you weren't expecting to think of. What what is it? It's a life-threatening situation that you've been thrown into, and the first thing that you think of has nothing to do with the situation around you. Oh, man. I think I left something, maybe not really important, but something that I really liked at Bougenese. Hmm. Ooh. Mm. I don't know what. We'll, we'll come back to that yeah. later. But yeah, you have this sudden realization that you are without this thing and you fall. <laughs> I think everybody else is able to brace themselves, uh, but you are struck with this realization and the world unbalances around you. And I think you are caught by the captain before you fall into one of the windows. 
Thanks, buddy. <laughs> the captain winks. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh, so that was that was Travis. What are Gable and Jonnet gonna do? So if we were moving slower than we thought, but we were supposed to be in Nordia a few days ago, is it feasible that we are very close? Yes, yes. Uh, okay. uh, Spit said that you were expected to reach it today. And we're listing pretty heavily. So it seems like... And you're like, listing pretty heavily. It seems like landing is our only option. And I think what that means is Jonnet has to take the reins with navigating us down. And then oh. see if it, Gable's going to go see if anything has broken and like start tying things down up st- topside. I like that. I, I really like the idea that uh, Jonnet being the Star Watcher, uh, part of Star Watching is intuiting the world around you, understanding your place in the world and, and the weather and all of this, which means on some instinctual level, Jonnet knows which way to go. So that makes sense. And Jonnet might not really understand that as he's just started star watching. But yeah, I think Jonnet might have to take the helm. And Gable, you know this. Yeah, because I think things have broken. <laughs> so I'm probably going to jump onto a bird and make sure things aren't like busted. Hell yes. Okay. I like this a lot. Cool. So what do you say, Gable, knowing all of this? If we're listing, that means that there's probably damage. And if there's damage, we I need to address that immediately. I think that I need to look at the underside and see if there's any holes or anything. Jonnet, you need to get us down. I can't navigate down. You have to do it. You're the only one who can get us through the air. There's no one trained in it as well as you. You need to get on the wheel. So uh, get us down. I mean, down. so... Cut, we have to land. Cut, cut our fuel supplies, and are we trying to cut the fuel supplies so we go faster, or are we riding what we already have? You know what? Never mind. I'll figure it out. That's up to you, buddy. I'm already right. leaving. He's already leaving. And then he, Johnny comes back. Just to double check, are you going on the other side to like cut down some of the barnacles off yeah. of the oh. ship? We'll see if it's broken. Uh, I, I'm looking for. If it's broken, you'll fix it. Okay, bye. Okay. Once again, return to the long line of prospective applicants for the skyship Uhuru. Someone in, in a trench coat saunters no. off the line. No. No. Saunters no. off the line. No. Faces <laughs> a headshot and resume down on the table and sits down. Okay, okay. go ahead. What's open yeah. it? What how many and what? <laughs> <laughs> How many and what? How about more than you can possibly imagine? No, is it bugs? How about your butts and not bugs money? Is this Jacinta Reth again? Yeah, except this time I'm the Skyjack's equivalent of Jacinta Reth. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, 
It's different enough that I'm back. Wait, how, how is it different Wait. if your name is exactly the same and so is your voice and your character motivation? You can't. No. Sure. I'm Jacinto Reth of the personality of Jacinto Reth that you spoke to earlier. Yeah. But before, that was a Star Wars guy. I'm a Skyjacks guy now. No. I work for the Red Feather Syndicate. Did we or did we not hire we Jacinto Reth? We did. But he's supposed to be silent. And right. never, we were supposed to never. Did you quit and no one noticed? How are we? Well, someone asked for me again. No, he is so. uh, an alternate universe. I assume you guys were going to get nasty. <laughs> Wait, what a. Okay. Okay. What if, hypothetically, we let you on the ship and then you and the the Star Wars man, Jacinto Rev. Okay. Yeah. Kind of just do your own nasty thing in a closet or something and don't bother anyone else. I'm not going to complain about that. That sounds pretty great for me. Okay. All right. Fine. We have a storage closet, I think on the fourth level, that has not been used in a long time. All right. We used to keep a bunch of the Griffin food there. You can have free reign of that room, but we don't want to see you anywhere else on this ship. Or hear you. Okay. Then. Hey, I've got some requests, no! and I think they're reasonable. You, no, you can't do that. You're not no! in a position to make I'm going to need water. No! We're going to need to stay hydrated. I'm going to need maybe some kind of Gatorade or oranges uh, to get my electrolytes up. I feel uh, like... Because the activities that I've got planned are going to be pretty dehydrated. I feel activities. like my brain is on fire because every time we try to ensure that you don't exist. We try to cover all of our bases, and yet there's always some way that you come back, and it makes me feel like I don't have agency. It makes me feel like I am in an endless cycle of hell. What can I say? My name is a word of power. When spoken, I arouse myself into the situation. (sighs) Are, is this a looper? If we, like, cut your finger off, will the other one not have a finger? I mean, there's it, only one way to find out. Would that get you off? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sexual invincibility. Fine. You've, de- you've defeated us. I look forward to defiling your broom closet. Was this better? So I hope you're all happy out there that not only have I been here once, I've been here twice in two variant forms. That's probably enough, right? <laughs> we can all agree that that's probably enough. No, you say yeah, that. I think we can all just back the fuck off now. <laughs> The well, moment no. we say that, the more we're going to get like three different ones. There's going to be an like Alola said, Jacinto Rath, and there's going to be a Galar Jacinto Rath. We it's know going, it's coming. It, it, we can't stop it. We're in the cycle of hell, as I said. I'm thinking maybe the next Jacinto Rath could be like kind of a smarmier, cuter one, and then the version after that could have a, a giant wild beard and a crazy grin all the time. Mm. I don't know. I just, I'm sad. Was this I mean, better? What's or... the end game here? I think the end game here was this. What we're doing right now. <laughs> yes. They've done it. They've done it. Oh, fine. Also, we're not going to pay you. No. 
whatever. And you know what? You guys are going to be so happy about that. And you're going to be happy about this because I'm going to fill your no, butts with money. No, yeah. No, no, Each no. one of your butts is going to be jam packed with money. I'm talking about merchandising opportunities. I'm talking about investments, portfolios, diversification. Now, if we do bring this man on the ship, which it sounds like we've all resigned ourselves to, mm. and he does fill our butts with money, I don't think in the canon we can run out of money. Actually, that's fair. Because we've already, yes. It's sort of a, a cheat code. This man, you, for because of that, money. the bad, he's so bad, and we deserve a treat because of how bad he is. Mm hmm. You can have a little money as a treat, yes. And but guys, guys, wait a minute. We've already allowed one version of him onto our ship, and are our butts filled with money? That's Has fair. he come through? No, he's not. So what's to say that another one with these empty promises of full buttholes with money <laughs> look, look, can look, actually look. deliver? This other guy might not have come through, okay? But he half of that, at least. Hmm. I mean, fine. Again, you're, you're, I'm not, I'm not feeding, feeding into your pension. I'm not paying you. You can get in the storage closet, but that's it. Like, I, and prove me wrong. I get to kill all Fill your clones. Um, sorry, could we get, could we get uh, Jonathan just saying, prove me wrong, <laughs> fill my butt? Can we get a clean take of that? Want a clean take, please? <laughs> One more clean take? Uh, all right. <clears throat> uh Prove me wrong, fill my butt. And uh, great, excellent. Could you say uh, mm-hmm. just slate first, if you could do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Tyler Davis voicing John okay, Kessler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Prove me wrong, fill my butt. Excellent. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, okay. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. now, as soon as that stopwatch goes off, that's when that can air. <laughs> campaign skyjacks is a one-shot network production for more information be sure to follow us on twitter at at campaign pod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing you can find more great gaming shows over at oneshotpodcast.com jonnet kessler was played by tyler davis who can be found on twitter and instagram at tyler a dave Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast, Paired. Travis Matago was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs, or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A-R-N-E-P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y. Or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. 
The game used in this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system that was created by a talented group of game designers who were fired by a private equity firm owning Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. For our friends near to rise Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind Who know we can never deny The call of the skies